Hello, everybody. It's Danny K. Dink. Welcome to my first ever podcast called Traffic Stop. And already I'm giving you a disclaimer before the episode starts. So when I recorded this first episode, I used a microphone that was a little bit more convenient for me than the microphone I normally use to record stuff. And it just didn't, the audio quality just didn't come out quite as good as the microphone I'm using now. So I just want to let you know that this is the only episode that will sound the way that it does. All future episodes will be used with this mic and it will sound a little bit better. I just didn't want to redo the episode because it was organic and I just don't want to cover the same things that I already covered. So. I'm still going to release this one, and from now on, I'll be using this microphone. So without further ado, let's get into the first episode of Traffic Stop. Welcome to the very first episode of Traffic Stop, presented by Honk Your Horn. Hey everybody, my name is Danny K. Dank, and this is the first episode of Traffic Stop, a honk your horn podcast, and I know you don't have the visual, but Vader is here in attendance on this podcast, that is kind of the whole idea, Vader say hi to the people please, okay, um, something I'm trying out. I do feel like podcasting would be fun. I've always thought that podcasting would be fun, but I never really gave it a shot until now, I guess. And when coming up with the name of a podcast, I had a couple different names that weren't really attached to, well, obviously wasn't attached to Honk Your Horn. Why did I decide to make this one kind of attached to Honk Your Horn? Because, well, I just feel like at the moment it's kind of what I'm known for, you know. And But Traffic Stop also doesn't, it, you know, it's still its own thing. Like this is the name, this is a podcast that I can continue on no matter where Honk Your Horn ends up or however long honk your horn goes for so that's why I came up with this name and speaking of honk your horn I'm sure some of you have been wondering what is going on with honk your horn where are we at with it are you coming back for another season I've been asked this before and I simply have not had a I don't really have a good answer for that right now. Um, I don't necessarily think Honk Your Horn is going away. But at this stage, at this point in my life, I don't know what the future holds for it. The only thing I can say is I I have filmed a sequence or two for a future episode 
but haven't committed to a season five at this time. I have a lot going on in my brain, in my life. At the moment, I'm at a interesting point in my life, kind of wondering where I want to go, what I want to do. Do I still want to act? Do I still want to direct? Do I still even want to work in Hollywood? That has been a huge thing for me lately. A big part of it, I do think, is because of the strike. Yes, that kind of affected my brain a little bit. Put things into perspective. Living in California is not cheap. And the air quality isn't the best. And we have a big homeless issue out here. Nonetheless, today I actually started watching Sons of Anarchy. I've seen it before, but I decided to re-watch it because I do want to dive into Mayans, which I thought took place before Sons of Anarchy, but it actually takes place after Sons of Anarchy. And I don't remember much about Sons of Anarchy, so I thought, hmm, let's start Sons of Anarchy over again. And today I woke up feeling a little different. I've been going through some stuff, multiple things. It's not just one thing. And again, I have been kind of out of the whole thought of making content, doing stuff in the industry, wanting to do the industry. I've really wanted to focus on maybe just having a more normal life. I want a wife one day. I probably will want to have a kid, even though I have thought many times, do I really want to have a kid in this crazy world? Because it's not getting any tamer. It's getting more and more crazy as the days go on. So I haven't really thought to myself, I haven't really come up with a decision if I want kids or not, but the point is one day I would like to have a special someone in my life. And I know there's no rush for that. And I know that I don't need to be looking for that. But wanting that and putting time into that is a lot more difficult when you work in Hollywood. But today I woke up for some reason thinking, you know, maybe I'll work on that podcast that I've been thinking about. Hence why... I'm here. And maybe I'll go back onto Actors Access and start looking for more projects to submit for. And maybe I will call up that person who gave me their number to take their acting classes. I haven't done that yet, but that will come. 
And sure enough, I got a knock on my door. As I set up my microphone, and excuse me, I know that you're, there's probably a lot of loud noises in the background. Uh, I am in a, in, a, in a apartment right next to an intersection in North Hollywood, California. And not only is the intersection loud, but the walls in this building are very thin. It's a very old building. Anyways, back to what I was saying. I got a knock on my door, and it was from my neighbor. My neighbor, who came out here from Boston with his son. Son's like seven, son's 17 years old. He left a job that was paying him over 100000 a year. I'm not going to give you the exact number, but it was over 100000 a year. He left all that to move out here. Left his family as well to move out here to help his son achieve his dreams. And we've had numerous conversations since living here and he has told me about how his son is pursuing this and how you know he's with this agency and it's going really well for him and I thought that's that's great that's awesome I legitimately think that that's awesome I'm not it sounds a little sarcastic when I'm like that's great but I I don't mean it to be sarcastic. I am very happy for him and his son. And it's he did a very difficult thing, something that I did as well that I still struggle with every single day that I've been out here, being away from family. And I opened the door, and it was him. And he wanted to kind of just give me a little bit of a push or just give me a little bit of inspo to not give up and to, you know, give his agency, like hit up their agency, the agency that they're with. So he gave me the email, tell tell them that we sent you. I'm not going to give you their names, but tell them that we sent you and you know, see where see what happens. They're very cool people. They're very like nice and just respectful and all these wonderful things. This agency has gotten my son so much work and even though she's kind of tied up right now, she might be able to give you to somebody else in that same department or whatever and yada yada. You know, and I was like, "Wow, this is crazy. I literally haven't been in the mood to do anything in this industry for a long time and today I woke up feeling like maybe I should do something and here you are at my door telling me all this stuff and now I'm kind of feeling like this is a sign from above so shout out to my neighbor for knocking on my door today I appreciate you. I think this could very well be a good start to something amazing. I pulled back, I pulled out my vision board 
and now I have it displayed somewhere where I can see it all the time. I've had this di I've had this vision board for at least hmm actually I've had this vision board for three years now. I started this vision board three years ago, and I've added a few things here and there since since I started it. I've only shown it to maybe two people, three at most, but I know there's what I could I know one person for sure that I show showed it to. And looking at it does give me the inspiration that I need in some ways, you know. I don't want to tell you everything that's on it because not that I'm not embarrassed by anything and I'm not uh ashamed or feeling like I'm aiming too high when I look at it. I just it's 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 my board. It's a personal board, but I will say I have three written things that I wrote out to post on it. One of them says, "Remember why you came here." The other one says it says give up but with a circle around it and a line through it meaning don't give up and then the other one says stick to it stick to it and I kind of bolded the the it part stick to it um, I have my dream car on there I have a couple dream projects that I've wanted to work on or be a part of and I've actually already knocked out two of those which is incredible I have places that I want to go to or that I have been to but I want to be able to go there more often and I'm more on my own dime I have some athletes that um, inspire me and that are just amazing one of them being Michael Jordan and the other one is Devin Hester and then I got just other things other things that are a little materialistic <laughs> that I want but I think those things are like one of them is a jet ski or a wave runner if you will that's more of a toy but something you know something that I really would like to have other than my own house I would love to have a jacuzzi or some brand of hot tub not just because it's awesome to have but it's very therapeutic it's very good for your muscles if you get if you get a good one so I know I just said I wasn't gonna t tell you what's on my vision board and I basically told you basically everything that is on it so it's been a very interesting day and the recording here is the wave files are looking very high so I'm, this might come out distorted I hope it doesn't um, before I continue actually I'm going to quickly stop this and see how this is sounding <laughs> okay it's sounding okay I'll have to tweak this this is a new microphone I have another microphone that I've used in the past for like recording stuff uh, but this one is it's a JLab I like their products. They have pretty good products. It's not state-of-the-art, but I think I'll get by with it. I also haven't... This is my first time using it ever, so I haven't tweaked 
I haven't tweaked it before. Um, so I'm going to have to play with it to make it sound a little bit crispier. It doesn't look terrible. I know it's not going to sound the best, but I will figure this out. Trust me, I will. So, so yeah, I, I've had a lot of things going on in my life, a lot of thoughts, and I think that's what this podcast is mostly going to be about. I mean, it is, it's going to be more than that, but it's going to basically be a way of getting to know me a little bit better if you have ever wanted to. I don't want to get too personal on here. Some things will obviously not be put on here, but that's kind of what I'm going for. And Vader's here. And Vader's the homie. I know a lot of people think that I'm crazy making a web show with a non-living thing, a stuffed little Darth Vader. And I know I pretend that he's real, and I I try to do that to keep him, to keep him alive. And I do think that that's also a way of keeping the the web show alive. But this is a podcast, and I'm going to be real with you guys. I am crazy. But I am not so crazy that, like, Vader is not a emotional support doll. Vader is not an imaginary friend. Um, and I think some people get that idea when they hear me talk about Vader, or they see Vader, or they're like, you're making a web show with a stuffed doll that doesn't talk in the show, and that you care for and I think some people really believe that this is how I live in my day to day life and that this whole show isn't just a show well it is just a show Okay. first and foremost it is just a show I put a lot of effort and mostly and and most of all time I put a lot of time into making this show and I'm not embarrassed about it I own it not because I have to but because I feel like I've created something that people have enjoyed it's not a show for everybody in fact I think if you were to take the majority of the population, if you took if you were took the if you were to take the whole population of the world and they all watched it, first of all, that would be amazing. I'd have the most views in the history of YouTube. But I guarantee you a majority of them would say this is not a show for me. I guarantee you a majority of them would not watch the next episode. And that's fine. That's totally fine. For me, I enjoy it because it's creative. I It gets me to be creative. I don't have to worry about money so much. I do have to spend money. You know, I do spend money on 
things I don't really think about, like like gas. I do spend gas doing all those driving scenes. And believe it or not, I don't get it right on the first take every time. A lot of times I don't. And a lot of times I, depending on the scene, will have to do a U-turn and drive back to where I originally started to shoot that scene over. Sometimes it's paying for parking to park my car to go shoot at a certain certain you know location sometimes it's paying for a couple of beers for a sit-down scene with him and then lately it's been spending money on wardrobe for vader so it is it it does cost me money and it does cost it cost me a lot of time. I mean, this show is not by any means a one two three done kind of show. Excuse me, I'm gonna get a something else to sit on because this seat is gonna drive me nuts. All right, this chair does not make a single noise. I also had to get something to drink because my mouth was sounded. This microphone picks up everything. I don't really like that. But, you know, start from the bottom. Now we're here, right? Eventually, I'll get something nicer if this podcast continues to grow. Or whatever. Yeah, I, I, also, I don't really care about how many views I get on this podcast, about how many views I get on Honk Your Horn. Especially this podcast, though. This is a way for me to release stuff. I don't pay for therapy. I have nothing against therapy. It's probably something I should do. Right now, though, I don't have the money for it. I really don't have much time to do it either. Because of the things that I want to do, I really want to put my energy towards those things. But like I said, I've been kind of on a hiatus from doing that because just a lot of reasons. Depression, just wondering, is this something I really still want to do? The strike, yada, yada. But anyways, back to Honk Your Horn. It, it's a way for me to be creative, to not have to spend too much money, and I don't need to rely on other people's times on other people's time it's unless of course i have a featured or a, a featured or guest star or what you know what i'm trying to say if i have a guest on the show so we'll see where that ends up and yeah you never know you never know I'm not going to sit here and say that season four is it. I, I really don't think it is. I mean, I kind of put out a post in the be, at the end of the year, the beginning of the year, that uh, I'm not going to leave you guys high and dry. So, but what that looks like right now, I, I don't know, but we'll see. So for those of you that are completely new to me that don't know anything about me you've probably heard me say already about industry stuff yes I work in the industry I work in Hollywood I've worked on a lot of really cool projects I've worked with a lot of really 
famous people, celebrities, directors, I'm sorry, actors, directors, producers, uh, yeah, and I got my start in Chicago, which is where I'm from, I'm from the northern suburbs, okay, let's, let's get that straightened up. I am from the northern suburbs of Illinois, but I am in the Chicago land area. And I will always say that I'm from Chicago, even if I'm not actually from downtown or even in Cook County. I'm from Lake County, but that's where I got my start. Every project that I've worked on for the most part was in Chicago, downtown. I worked on shows like Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Empire, Shameless, uh, The Shy. I did one day of season two, was it, of Southside? Or maybe it was season one. It might have been season one of Southside. Uh, uh, I worked on a documentary that Spike Lee did. I went to the bathroom one time and walking out of the bathroom was Spike Lee. I did a Super Bowl commercial with Bill Murray. He claims it was his first commercial ever and that he'll probably never do another one. <laughs> I find it hard to believe that that is his his only commercial that he's ever done but I I'm sure he's right if, if that's he says it's his first and only commercial and but I do find that hard to believe and it was the not only was it a Super Bowl commercial and it was a commercial of Bill Murray it was a Groundhog Day commercial because the Super Bowl had landed on Groundhog Day so it was very fitting. We literally shot it the weekend before the Super Bowl. So that's why the commercial didn't air until like the fourth quarter with like a little over or a little less than two minutes left in the game. I, I think it literally aired at the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter. So you know that Jeep bought their slot hella late. So I got a pretty good start in Chicago and on the production side. But I started acting when I was 10. I did a few skits at my church. And then I did some plays in middle school. I did one play in high school. I wish I had done more plays in high school. I really do. But I started kind of pivoting over towards music mainly hip-hop because that was the culture in my high school it was very hip-hop oriented people loved hip hip-hop a lot of people wanted to be rappers it, that was just the culture and I kind of fell into that and I don't regret that one bit but eventually going to college I still was like movies Hollywood but I kind of lost I thought maybe I had lost interest in 
being an actor and I just want to make movies. Well, fast forward seven, eight years after I graduated college, I decided, nope, acting is still what I want to do because I would be on set and I would watch these actors do their thing and I just kept, like, inside I got a little fire in me. I got a little jealous. Like, I'm like, ah, I want to be, like, put me in coach. Let me be the one to come up and punch this guy in the face. Or let me be the one to confess their love to this one person. You know, I'm, I'm over-exaggerating, obviously. But, you know, let me be the one to do the scene. I can do this. I Not only can I do this, I want to do this. So, in late 2019, early 2020, it was when I was like, okay, I want to move out. I think I might need to move out to California and give this thing a real shot. And here I am. Of course, the, the pandemic hit. I stayed home for a while because I had no other choice. There also wasn't any projects going on. But also because of the pandemic, Honk Your Horn started up again. And if you don't know about the history of Honk Your Horn, well, that's probably going to have to be on another episode. But as you heard me kind of say, Honk Your Horn is a show where I don't need to I don't need a crew to do this project. I, if I had a crew to do this project, of course, things would look better, sound better. It would be a better production. It would be a better show. I don't want to say a better, it would be a better production for sure. It would look better. It would sound better. But it's, it's my baby. It's the one project I can do by myself. I don't need to rely on anybody but me and it keeps me being creative and it keeps me acting. And if acting is what I want to do, then I need to keep doing it. If I'm not going to classes, if I'm not continuously looking for auditions, if I'm not looking for an agent, the very least I could be out there acting in front of my iPhone or doing TikToks. I need to get back on TikTok. I need to discipline myself and do TikToks. I'm just not a TikTok guy, but I need to become a TikTok guy. But yeah, working in the industry has been great. One of the coolest projects I got to work on was pick up, sh pick up shots of the new Indiana Jones film, The Dial of Destiny. And it was a day and a half shoot. Two, two day shoot, but we finished like halfway through the day two, so it ended up being a day and a half. And it was all with Harrison Ford. All of it. I got to see Harrison Ford in the getup. I got to see him in the hat, the satchel, the whip with my own eyes. I held the door open 
for Indiana Jones to walk on stage. Believe it or not, that was kind of a part of my job. I wasn't just there to... I wasn't standing by the door being like, I want to be the one who opens the door for Indiana. No, that was literally part of my job. You're probably wondering, well, what is your job? Well, I'm a production assistant. That's what I mostly do. And I've been that for years now. And I've wanted to make the jump into a union. But I don't want to jump into a union if it's not really a union that I really want to be a part of. If I don't want to be a grip and I just join, I just try to join that union, I forget the, forgive me, industry lovers and industry people that work in the industry, I don't remember the union number, but the, the local number, but if I'm not going to try to get into the, the union that is a grip or that is a prop department in the prop department or a teamster if I genuinely don't want to do that. So I've been kind of stuck in a limbo of I'm still a PA and it does bother me sometimes because I know I'm capable of much more. And I know that as much as I love working in this industry I need to make a good living. So, not for nothing, I know I want to join... I want to join SAG. One day I would like to be... Uh, in the DGA as a director. I don't necessarily want to be an AD. For those of you that don't know what an AD is, that's an assistant director. And yes, there are like... three of them. There's the first AD... There's the second AD, and there's the second second AD. Sometimes people have called them the third AD, but that's very rare. They're usually called a second second, and people who aren't in the industry are probably like, why is it called a second second? I don't really know, but that's why, but that's what they are. And the first AD is basically the captain of the ship other than producers, director, like they're basically the ones calling the shots. They're basically the ones that are like, okay, we got to, you know, we're moving on or they work with the director. I'm not going to get into all of it because we'll be here way past an hour. I want to try to keep the show to an hour, but I don't think I want to be, but that's a way you can get into the DGA. The DGA is assistant directors and directors and probably of maybe there's a couple I think there's a lot of producers I think that are also in the DGA as well yes and yeah but I acting is what I want to do I want to act and I want to direct but I want acting to be my primary focus and then at some point give my maybe I'll get that opportunity to direct or I'll just direct my own stuff I do direct my own stuff obviously I direct honk your horn I do have a short that has been sitting in my hard drive for a long time and that's the hard that's the hardest hill to get over 
it's a lot easier to set up something to shoot something but the hardest part not even the physicality of editing and putting a project together it's just nobody wants to do it it's easy for me to say eh, I'll get to it and for a lot of reasons it has been kind of just sitting there but nonetheless I will get it out and I, I totally got off track from what I, I was originally talking about the new Indiana Jones film so what I was I am a production assistant but I also do a kind of uh, I don't I almost don't want to say what I do because what I do is kind of <laughs> confidential. It has to deal it has to deal with keeping things confidential. And part of my job was making sure that other people on the lot didn't know that we were filming Indiana Jones. So I had to make sure Mr. Harrison Ford got onto the stage quick quickly as quick as possible even if that meant having the door already open for him because even though it's such a short time to open the door yourself that's extra time for people to notice and we were trying to keep things confidential that's a little bit of what that's a little bit of the other job that I have um, and I've gotten to do that a couple times but I can't tell you what that is at the moment but that's what I do but what I want to do is I do want to be an actor I at sorry I have to ref I'm in a bad habit of saying I want to be an actor no I am an actor. I want to succeed. I want to progress. I want to continue being an actor on bigger projects. I want to make a living being an actor. And then you got those people that say, well, if you're doing it for the money, then you're not, you're, you're in it for the wrong reasons. Listen. I do a lot of acting <laughs> for free. I will continuously do acting for free because I do love it. But I got to pay my bills. I got to, I, I want to have, if I want to do that all the time, I need to make money. So don't try to tell me that I'm just, I'm doing it for the wrong reasons. I need to make money. I want to make a living as an actor. And that's kind of my story in the industry. There's a lot more, but we'd be here. This would be like a four-hour segment, and we're not going to do that. So some people have asked me, what would you do if you left the industry? I've asked a lot of people that that are in the industry. If you left the industry, what would you do? And a lot of them have the same answer. You know what that answer is? I don't know. And I don't know. I have no idea what I would do if I left the industry. 
But one thing that I would probably try to get into is sports. And even still, I it would probably still be considered production side of it. Or maybe it's working at the United Center or Staples Center or Dodger Stadium or Wrigley Field or, you know, I mean, actually at the facility doing something there, being a part of the venue and the team. If that makes sense. Yeah. And that's just it. And I've been doing a lot of... I'm trying to watch more sports. It's hard while I'm in this industry. It's hard when I need to focus on... Acting and... And creating content. It, it gets in the way a lot of times. A lot of times I don't get a chance to... Put on a game. But right now with... Work being slow... For me... I've taken a lot of time to watch more games and pay attention and get to know who is on. It's it's hard enough to learn who's on your own team and then to learn who's on who else is good in the league, in this sport. You know, you you give me. You ask me who's on the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> have no idea no idea but I bet you a sports analyst knows exactly who's on that team who's good on that team why they're good on that team so I'm trying to get my sports knowledge up a little bit I really am I really am and speaking of sports right now we got the NFL playoffs I imagine I will drop this episode hopefully before the end of the week, before the weekend. And right now we got in the big NFL playoffs, we got the 49ers hosting the Detroit Lions in the NFC. And we have the Baltimore Ravens hosting the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC. I don't really care who's going to be in the I, I my Super Bowl. The Super Bowl I'd like to see is the Ravens and the Lions. I originally wanted it to see I, I wanted to see like the Dolphins and the Lions, or even the Texans and the Lions. You know, like a two teams that have never even been to a Super Bowl, although the Bills have been to a super, plenty of Super Bowls, but they've never won one. I wanted to see two fresh teams that we've never seen, and of course, most of them lost, but the Lions haven't. But I know either way, going into it, I am rooting for the NFC. If it's not the Lions, then it's the 49ers. 
Why? Because I like Brock Purdy. I like the story of Brock Purdy. Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in the league. He deserves a ring for sure. And I like him. I have a buddy that's a big 49ers fan. I have family, distant family, that I've never really talked to that much that have grown up Niners fans. So it does run in the family. The last time they won a Super Bowl was... I wasn't even in my teens. Yeah, so I, I definitely want to see the, the 49ers. I'm sorry. I want the... My buddy's going to hate me. Because I told him I'm, if it's not the Bears this year, it's it's the 49 I'm I'm a 49ers guy. But the Lions, I know they're in our division. As a Bears fan, I know that I'm not supposed to like them. They are in our division. But out of the three teams that are rivals in our in our division, I hate the Lions the least. It's not even close. But I like their story. Dan Campbell, I love... I'm a huge fan of Dan Campbell. This guy is so passionate, so emotional. I just love to see that guy win. I just love watching that. When that guy wins, it's a beautiful thing. And and not for nothing, the city of Detroit. They have not had a good history of sports. I don't even know if you can really count Michigan. Like that that's a step. Yes. But the Pistons, the Lions, uh the Tigers. When have they won anything? Like for real. So I want to see Detroit win. I sincerely want to see them win. On the flip side, the Ravens have won a couple times in my lifetime. Actually, it's the only time that they've ever won because the Ravens weren't even a team, and I couldn't even tell you what year they became a team. But it hasn't. Been, they haven't been a team for that long. When you in the grand scheme of things they haven't been a team for that long so the team has won a couple Super Bowls so it's like eh. but I'd be happy for Lamar I love mobile quarterbacks Michael Vick put put the game put the mobile quarterbacks on the map he was my favorite quarterback back in the day I loved watching Michael Vick because there was nobody like him now there are so many quarterbacks like him. But guess where they all got it from? Number seven, Michael Vick. And then I I love Michael Vick's comeback story. I'm not happy with what he did. But I do 
I, I, I don't want to get too opinionated on these on these cert, on these subjects. But he did his time. He admitted that what he did was wrong. And his comeback into the into football, he became a better quarterback. He he became a more of a quarterback than what he was when he was with the Atlanta Falcons. But what he did with the Atlanta Falcons was just insane. Never got him to a Super Bowl, but he got him to the NFC Championship. I mean, he lost. Come on, he lost to. McNabb, Andy Reid, and Terrell Owens, Brian Dawson, Javon Curse. I think he was on that team at that time, if I'm not mistaken, right? Wasn't Brian Dawkins on that team too? Did I already say J- Brian Dawkins? I don't know. I swear, I, I'm starting to have a short-term memory now. But what he did was amazing. And, and, and so going back to Lamar, it's like Lamar is kind of that player, except he's obviously learned how to be a quarterback as well. So it's tricky. Like, I would like to see Lamar win, but I don't necessarily care about the Ravens winning another Super Bowl. If you get my drift. And then the Chiefs, well, listen, I'm over the Chiefs. I don't hate the Chiefs, but I don't really like them right now. I just don't. I really don't. And it's not even because of Taylor Swift. I also don't, I don't dislike Taylor Swift either. You know what it is? It's the NFL. It's the NFL making a lot of it about her and Travis Kelsey. It's just like by now, it's like we we get it. We get it. It's all about the money, man. It's all about the money. They know that they're going to bring in a whole nother audience to watch the f- football games when they show Taylor Swift after a, a, a Kansas City touchdown or, or if Travis Kelsey catches the ball. And I get that. As a business, I get that. But eh, I'm just... Mm. But here's something else I'm going to say. I've never been a Tom Brady fan. Never been a Tom Brady fan. I respect what he did. Seven Super Bowls. One with a completely different team. Without Bill Belichick at age 39, 40, whatever, however old he was. Insane. Insane. Like, you've solidified yourself as the GOAT. At least at the quarterback position, if not in football in general. 
You've solidified yourself as the GOAT. But I would not mind seeing Patrick Mahomes dethrone him. I just like him more. I, I, I think he's a more talented quarterback. He can do things that Tom Brady can't or couldn't now that he's retired. And I just, I just think he's a more humble dude. I don't know. I, I don't. Uh, I don't really want to get to too much into this debating stuff, but but it is also a little fun, and it's sports, right? It's sports, so like, I just I would like to see Mahomes dethrone Tom Brady. So if the Chiefs end up going to the Super Bowl and winning it all again, the plus side of that is. You're on your way to being a better quarterback than Tom Brady. I already think he is a better quarterback than Tom Brady talent-wise. But by winning another Super Bowl, you're on your way to having the stats and the jewelry to prove it. Nonetheless, I'm very excited for the NFC and AFC championships. And I'm actually... I'm actually kind of anxious to see uh, some of the things that they do in the Pro Bowl. And I know some eyes are going to be rolled and some, ugh, really, Dan? Yes, let me tell you something. The biggest, the biggest problem with past Pro Bowls is nobody wants to get hurt, right? So nobody plays to their full potential. And it's a really high-scoring game. The idea of having all these all-stars play in a game against each other sounds incredible. Right? It sounds incredible. But it sounds... It sounds incredible when they actually play to their full potential. But nobody was doing that. Linebackers were like basically giving each other high fives and like patting their shoulders to to block like there was no real blocking of the quarterback wide receivers weren't covered very hard right like it just wasn't very competitive but i caught i caught a couple of the flag football games i watched the championship game and yeah i know it's flag football but it was way more competitive. And I was actually zoned in. So if you missed last year, like all the other stuff, like the other competitions they have, eh, I could do without that. It's cool. It's a cool experience if you're there. But I will say, if you missed the flag football games last year, catch them this year you might it it doesn't sound very appealing but neither did playing soccer with race cars i'm referring to rocket league but guess what i love playing rocket league 
But when I explain what Rocket League is to somebody, it sounds boring. Oh, it's soccer to with race cars. And no, that's no offense to anybody that loves soccer. I actually went to my first professional soccer game late last year. LA Galaxy. I I couldn't I can't remember who they played, but it was an experience. It was fun. But yeah, check out check out the flag football games Pro Bowl weekend and I might try to go out to Vegas for that Saturday. It's only a four hour drive from here. And the only reason why I would go even just for that Saturday is because, well, I want to get some merch, take in the environment. It would be my third year in a row doing that because it was in L.A. in 2021, or I should say the 2020 season. And then it was here in the 2021 season into... 2022 or i'm sorry not here but it was in scottsdale it was in air it was in arizona i have family in arizona so i drove out there stayed with them my cousins live by old town so i got to go to old town and like see the espn broadcast booth and see all the merch they got and talk to fans who are wearing all their jerseys and oh it was electric and then and i wasn't even going to the game and I was having a blast. And this is the first time it's ever been in Vegas. Why? Like, I I gotta get over there. And this would be the third time in a row, because then also, after ne- after this year, I, I don't know where it's going next. But it might not be in the general area of where I live. So, and I'm not gonna I, unless the Bears are in it, and unless I stumble upon a. On a buttload of cash, um, or unless I have a connection, or or unless I worked the damn thing, I'm probably not going to go to the Super Bowl, to the next Super Bowl. And I'm probably not going to fly out there for just, like, the the Super Bowl experience, or I I forget what they, I think it's it's called something like that, right? It's the Super Bowl experience. It's usually in a convention center. They have different activities and merch for you to buy, and you can have drinks, and... Uh, the year it was here in LA, you were, uh, we went on a Sunday, the Sunday of the Pro Bowl, so we got to watch the Pro Bowl on the TV. You know, like I had, I was really cool. So I, uh, I really want to go out to do that on Saturday. But then I want to f- drive. I would like to drive back here to LA to watch the Super Bowl with some of my friends. So I'll have to leave like Sunday morning or something. I don't know, but I'm hoping to make it out there either Friday or Saturday, so, you know, maybe if you're out there, maybe I'll see you. Yeah. Uh, So something else that I'm really into is Star Wars. Star Wars is a huge part of my life for a lot of reasons. I relate to characters in Star Wars. I just think it's, it's just amazing. I'm just a huge Star Wars fan. Um, and some, so something that I will probably talk about on this podcast a lot is Star Wars news or, you know, the shows as they come out. I can give you a full, I can give you a quick, I can give you like a quick ranking or like a quick 
insight of why or what I like most about Star Wars and what I'm not so much of a fan of in Star Wars. Pretty much a fan pretty much a fan of everything in Star Wars, but you know um Empire Strikes Empire I say Empire Strikes. I'm I'm tired. I'm sorry. Empire Strikes Back favorite Star Wars movie. But it's also I don't know. I also feel like like when I watch Empire Strikes Back, I also like putting on Return of the Jedi right afterwards. If I could just combine those two movies together, ugh. Because I really, like when I say Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars movie, I'm like, oh, but there's there's Return of the Jedi and there's Revenge of the Sith and, and Rogue One. Those are my top four movies for sure. I Obi-Wan Kenobi gets a lot of hate and in some ways I get it in some ways I'm like come on but it's I love it I think a big reason why I love it though is growing up with the prequels the return of Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan he just does such a great job of being Obi-Wan and uh, love it, love it, love it, love it. So I just love, give me more Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. I am sort of hoping for a season two, but I also feel like if you're going to bring, if you're going to do a season two, you have to bring back Liam Neeson and because that's where the story starts that's the direction the story goes to at the end of it, right? So, I think you have to bring in Liam Neeson in order for that show to work. You can't leave out that part. You can't leave out Liam ne- of Qui-Gon training Obi-Wan. You can't. So, I love Obi-Wan. I don't love everything about the show. I know that it was supposed to be a movie, so I think if they had done it as a movie, if they had left all the good parts and the parts that made sense into the movie, I do think it would be better than the show. But I do love the show as it is. Yes, I know some things didn't need to be in there. Yes, I know there's questions about this and that. Yes, I know there's some fans that are like, well, it, it makes the, the battle between the two in A New Hope less meaningful. I get all that, but like, come on. That battle at the end of the last episode was so good so good some of that I do think is is fan um, what's, you know the word I'm looking the term I'm looking for fan um, or it was made for the fans but some of it you know and but a lot of it is for the story I do think too so I love obi-wan I do like Mandalorian a lot I do I wish 
Boba Fett was a little bit more like the Mandalorian. The show makes sense, like, okay, like, Boba Fett goes through a near-death experience, so he feels like a, a new man, a different man, and he wants, and he, it changes him as a person, I get all that, but that's just not the Boba Fett that people wanted to see. It's really not that bad of a show. I think people trash it so much, and I'm just like, listen, listen, I, it's it's my least favorite of the live action shows yes um that's really not that bad like to me i feel like five of the seven episodes are are solid are fun are interesting to watch five out of the seven episodes that's more than half that's way more than half the show Andor is great. Andor is very different. But that's also why I like it. When I was watching Andor, I was working on a job. And I would come home very tired. So when I watched it the first time, I was like dozing off. And I didn't really understand a lot of it. When I watched it a second time with a clear head, with a more... Yeah, a clear head on more sleep. I understood it more and I enjoyed it more. It's not my favorite show because for some for you know for some reasons, but it it is a great show. I think it's 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 a great show. I'm excited for season two. But let's get into Star Wars news right now. The big Star Wars news right now, and I loved Ahsoka. Ahsoka was great. It had some slow parts in it. All any show in its first season will have some slow parts. That's part of the show. That's part of the buildup. Character building, just like introduction to the show. Like you can't just j jam all this stuff into the first season. Like you can't. It's when you get to season two. How many times have you told a friend, well? This is a great show. The first season's slow. You got to get past the first season. But once you get past the first season, it gets really good. How many time, How many shows have you said that to somebody about a show? Numerous, right? Well, it's the same thing with Star Wars. It's the same thing with Mandalorian. I think it's going to be the same thing with Andor. And I think it's the same thing with Ahsoka. Ahsoka to me felt like the most cinematic. It almost felt like it really felt like a Star Wars movie. Obi Wan, in a way, did too. But just the music was so on point. Like the things that were happening. I don't know. It was a very interesting show. I could dive more into that later on. But current Star Wars news is we just found out that Bad Batch season three will start airing February 21st. And it's a three-episode premiere. Wow. So assuming that they're the same length as most of the episodes in Season 1 and Season 2, it'll probably be a 22-minute episode, so that'll be like basically an hour, a little over an hour right out the gate on February 21st. And then there's a couple weeks 
there's like two different weeks that have two episodes in it. And the series will end. This is the final season, by the way. If you're... If either you missed the memo or if you're not familiar with the Bad Batch, um, this is the third and final season. So the series finale will be May 1st. But we've also seen in the past things get delayed or things get pushed back for X, Y, and Z. So these are obviously all... Take it with a grain of salt. You know, some of the dates could change. Uh, They did that with Obi-Wan. They decided, oh, we're going to put two episodes out and we're going to delay it like a week or so. But that was because... Star Wars Celebration was happening in Anaheim and they decided we're going to do the world premiere at Celebration. And I got to go to that and I'm so happy I did. It was amazing. I got to get my cousin and his wife and well I got to I got to get my cousin in but my wife or his <laughs> but his wife also got to go in as well and we experienced Amazingness. The cast and the crew were in the audience with us. It was in a big auditorium at the Anaheim Convention Center. So, point being, things could change. Um, but I, I, I am looking forward to this. The biggest news right now, and um, if you're someone who doesn't like to watch trailers... You may want to mute me for, like, a minute, starting now. Asajj Ventress is in the trailer. I did not watch the trailer, but I saw a screenshot of it. So that was spoiled for me, but that's okay. But the biggest thing is, and my cousin sent me something about because I don't I don't watch the I don't I don't read the books but he said he said that some fans are mad because Ventress quote unquote died in the book The Dark Disciple which is a book that takes place during the Clone Wars era um, the story behind the book was created by George Lucas's daughter Katie who also created most of the Night Sister episodes in the Clone Wars um some fans have already gone to social media complaining about it. Saying that they screwed up the timeline again. And Lucasfilm released a statement on this on StarWars.com regarding Ventress and Dark Disciple. These are This is all in quotes um, from... Brad Rao, I probably said their name wrong. I'm sorry, Brad, if you're listening. I'm sorry if anybody from Lucasfilm is listening. Um, Brad Rao, R-A-U, I think that's how you pronounce it. He's a supervising director and one of the executive producers of the series. He says, we love Asaz Ventress. She's a character that we've been wanting to tell more stories about. And then he makes clear that her return will honor prior tales including the book in which the character apparently perished which is why i just said he says we don't want to spoil anything 
but want fans to know that any new storytelling with Ventress will align with the events of Star Wars Dark Disciple. So to me, that means that fans should relax, wait for the show to come out, wait for her episodes to happen. Maybe she become... I, I'm assuming... I know you're not supposed to ever assume anything. I'm assuming, though, that she will probably be in just a few episodes. However... She could end up being a huge part of the series. You know, we could meet her in episode four or five, and then she could end up being in the show until damn near the end, right? Like, that could be a whole thing. But I'm assuming she's probably only in a few episodes. And I have to agree with Brad. I think, well, I have to agree with my cousin that this it's kind of, it's a little ridiculous. I mean, I understand if you read the books, and you're used to this version of Asajj being like, oh, she dies. And now you see this TV show includes her in it. You're going to be like, well, what the heck? But just know that I think, first of all, anything that happens on screen in a TV show, unless it states that it's like Visions is not canon, it's just some stories it's just some cool stories that they made right unless it's stated unless it's stated that anything that happens in a tv show trumps whatever happens in a book or a comic if it is conflicting so if they do decide to do something slightly different with asaz ventress um, it will trump whatever happens in that book. But based on what, based on the quote from Brad, it sounds like they're not going to retcon anything that happens in that book. So that's that's all I got. Um, any other Star Wars news that I'm missing? I don't. I, that's the big news right now. So, Bad Batch season three, February twenty first on Disney Plus. I'm excited to see it. I'm gonna rewatch season two because I've only seen season two once, all the way through. I, I actually think I've only seen every episode once. I didn't even rewatch any of the episodes, not even the finale. So, I definitely want to rewatch season two. I might even watch like the end of season one again and then get into season two. Before starting season three, I have a little less than a month before season three starts, so I think I have plenty of time to do that. Um, and that's the end of this episode. Episode one. Yay, Vader, what did you think of that? <laughs> he's very, he says he's very entertained. Um, again, Vader is a stuffed doll that's actually a backpack. And we have a show called Honk Your Horn. So check out on our YouTube page, Honk Your Horn. Uh, you might have to you might have to type in like Honk Your Horn Season 1 or Honk Your Horn something like that. Like, you know what I mean? To, for it to pop up because there's some goofy 
funny vi uh, videos when you just type in honk your horn. Sometimes it doesn't show up right away, but we do have a, for all the people who think I'm weird and crazy for making that show, I do have a Halloween episode that hit over 204,000 views. Holla at your boy. So it's definitely not a waste of time for me. But yeah, go check out Honk Your Horn on YouTube. We also have a Instagram page and a Facebook page. And I do have a, a, a Twitter, which I guess it's just called X now. But I do have a X account for Honk Your Horn. I use that one the least. I also have a TikTok that I haven't been using that I need to use more. And, if, of course, if you already know all this kind of stuff because I was talking about it in the beginning of this episode about trying to get back into the into the groove of things to get my mojo back you know but um and then if you want to just check out my personal page uh you can go to instagram and go at, at danny underscore k underscore dank um or you could you really could just type in danny k dank and just space out the different you know danny space k space dank and you will find me there um, and I have a link to the Honk Your Horn page on my, in my bio and on some of my reels as well. So, um, And then I, th I believe I also have a link to my personal page on my Honk Your Horn page. So it's, it, it'll be easy to find all that stuff. Um, if you want to, uh, if you enjoyed the episode, please share it, please like it, or at the very least, tell me. Tell me. And, and if there's things that you didn't like about it um let me know that too i like to hear constructive criticism this is my first episode of a podcast it's a solo podcast too so you know um it's a it's a little bit it's a little challenging when you're doing it on your own hopefully this thing gets a little bit more hype and maybe i can eventually eventually i want to get some guests on this podcast at some point again you have now listened to the very first episode of Traffic Stop. Hopefully I get like some a theme song or something in here before and after the show. Um, I have no idea when I'm going to release this, but I want to release this soon. Anyways, um, always live your dreams. Have a great rest of your day, and I will see you on the next one, which could be a week from now. It could be two weeks from now. It could be a month from now. I'm not really sure. And uh, from your favorite duo on the Internet, Danny K. Dank and Vader signing out. <laughs> <laughs>